0: Thing that I really want to change my opening speech from hello guys thank you for clicking on my link this is not Sarike, to something I have no idea about is what is really 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 okay actually nothing <laughs> yes this is a baby girl and that's sorry it's been a long day oh. I'm sure you're surprised that I can sing but yes I can and I will, and I will I could, but I may I may not oh. <laughs> Yes, this is a baby girl, Nasariki I'm so sorry, it's been quite a while I recorded And published, because I have actually recorded But I don't know, I just lost the vibe So, <laughs> probably lost the reason for Publishing the podcast, and I am here to tell you all yes, okay, you're listening to me right now. That's actually podcast. I'm um, sorry, I mean, talking Code Podcast was a year last year, last sorry, I mean, last month that is July 28th, a year of recording. Publishing, seeing your listing, seeing your clicking on that link really, really, really elevates me because we went from having one listener or listings to having over 400 listings. And that, to me, is a progress I really appreciate and I want to say a big thank you, a big shout out to everyone listening to me from around the world. My Americana, my listeners from America, shout out to you. My listeners who everywhere from Nigeria, shout out to you. A big shout out to everyone listening to me from every part of the world that you are. just want to say thank you very much i really really do appreciate you and i hope that with this new year we will be able to bring to you everything that you can think of from lifestyle to health and wellness to movies to music and i don't know if i have said it earlier but to mark Podcast. I'm talking quotes podcast first year anniversary. There is gonna be a slightly big change. Yes, I know I put slightly and big together. That's because I want you to listen. A slightly big change that I would be announcing on the twentieth of this month. Please stay tuned. Strap in. Your seat belts. You can put a reminder in it. And trust me. I said trust me again. Please just pardon my total And. I promise it's going to be worth the announcement's going to be worth the change. Because it's a season of new dawn. It's a season of new beginnings. Yeah, it's a season of new dawn. We're going to change a lot of things. But to make you happy. To make you refreshed. To make you i don't know <laughs> but stay tuned because this episode i mean this everything is going to blow your i'ma blow your mind <laughs> i'm sure my nickelodeon fan every day i can relate and if you don't listen, and if you don't watch nickelodeon oh please i don't know what you're missing out because i'ma blow your mind please stay tuned Grab your headphones, share all those links to your friends, invite your friends. You can drop messages for me using Anchor Message and I would really, really love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Love you. Please stay tuned for the rest of the podcast. Today's topic is about apologies there are various articles or podcasts you're going to listen to but i bet there are very few about this word apology there are very few articles podcasts write-ups books on this apology of a thing and we all know that apology is like a medium of waging a gap is like it is a medium actually of waging a gap it is a medium for correcting wrongs for straightening out them some misconceptions or probably is a medium for forgiving majorly so thanks to gary chapman and dr jennifer Trying to look for the name Dr. Jennifer Somas for giving us this amazing book, Five Languages of Apology. I'm sure you might have read Five Languages of Love by Dr. Gary Chapman. And if you haven't, you can just click on Talking Codes, the WordPress, type into your browser tab, and search for the blog post, Five Languages of Love by kind of, I summarized the whole book into a blog post, and trust me, you love it. So back to the mercy for discussion, apology. Why do we need to apologize? What is the reason for apologizing? Or why is it necessary? You know, we all are different, we are different beings. Everybody is unique in their own way, and Because of these differences, it is normal, it is perfectly normal for our differences and uh, differences in opinion, differences in attitude, personality to cause a rift. It could be serious, it could be not, it could cause a strain in relationship communication, it could cloud a medium of understanding. That's because you're not perfect, and that is the main reason for this term apology. That is the main reason for forgiveness is because it is an essential part of normal life. It is quite normal and all right to not agree or come to terms or so be on the same page with a colleague, friend, family member, or even your romantic partner because you both are different unique beings coming together irrespective of whatever way you're coming together friendship partnership probably as a family relationship or as colleagues and apology is a medium by which we express our emotions express our um, regrets express the fact that we are sorry sorry and apology i will put them on the same scale because you can't be sorry if you don't apologize and you can't apologize without being sorry before i go ahead into let me see there's something else i can say again apology is a basic criteria to enable forgiveness and the benefits of forgiveness and when apology rather is without forgiveness, it benefits the um, benefits the offender, it benefits the forgiver rather than the offender. So apology and forgiveness have to go hand in hand. So both the forgiver and the offender are benefiting from the whole scenario. Do you understand? So, I'm going deep, or going now, into the five languages of apology. Stay tuned. The first language of apology is expressing regret. You know, um, just like I explained that we are all different we are all unique in our own way so the way we do things actually is different and may not be of the same importance to the other person or the next person you know the way i may express my love is different from the way you express your love so you know when we now come together it's it forms like an imbalance but to me, I'm doing the best way. To you, you're also doing it the best way. That applies also to apologizing. Everybody has a different way of expressing of expressing regrets. I could express my regrets by explaining to you, telling you I'm sorry, saying the word sorry, and explaining how whatever the case came to be, how it happened, and why it happened, and expressing my regrets over the outcome of whatever happened so to show the importance of expressing regrets or to show ways or what are these ways of you expressing regrets that the offender is going to see or expressing regret in such a way that the offender is going to know or believe or come to term that you're being serious that you're being sincere there are one, two, three, four, five ways. The first one is saying, I am sorry. It is not easy. For some people, yes, I understand what I have. For some people, it's not easy to say the word sorry. But you don't know what um, trouble you're saving yourself, what peace of mind you're saving yourself from by just saying the simple word sorry. Now, the attitude by which you say, I'm sorry, is also very important. Well, I don't want to deliberate much about it, but in Yoruba land, in Nigeria, attitude to which you say some things are taken to note, and if it's not the right attitude, we believe that it is not acceptable. So the manner by by which you say the word sorry, the facial expression, the attitude... The way you say I am sorry matters. too. your body language has to correspond to your saying I'm sorry. You cannot be telling me I'm sorry and you're looking at me with such discontent. I would not. I can tell you, yes, okay, fine. But deep down with me, I did not accept it. That's because your body language and what you're saying verbally is not... And then they're not matching. So, I definitely would not accept that also. So, the third one is be specific on the regrets. If you offended somebody because of how you responded to their point of view, you told them, I am sorry because of this. I'm sorry about what I said when you talked about this at the conference. I'm sorry about what I said. When you posted the picture, I'm sorry about what I said when this person was talking to you. You get, be specific on your regrets. Just like, okay, I had an issue with somebody and I wasn't in a good mood. And I was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, you're sorry for what? I'm like, I'm sorry for everything. And it was like, you're not sorry. Yes, that's because I wasn't specific on what I was sorry about. I wasn't specific on what I was apologizing about. And that can bring more you know the initial case has brought a gap between the friendship so now you apologizing for nothing in particular not being specific about the regrets and apology is going to cause more confusion It's going to cause an imbalance in both of our thoughts both of our communication you get so you have to be specific on your regrets do not pass the blame for responsibilities this is very common I don't know why people do this but really if you are the sole reason why this person is offended either due to what you said or what she heard about what you or what she heard about what you said or person is angry due to your comments due to your point of view related to them or anything that is related to them you should not apologize and be like it's because of what you did it's because of what you said because of what you posted because of the you wore, because of where you are because you interrupted no please if you are apologi- apologizing, sorry English is <laughs> that. If you are apologizing, you need to admit full responsibility. You should be able to own up to your mistakes. You should be able to own up to the fact that you were not coming to a truce or you were not coming to. The level of that person's understanding because obviously you'll be relating with such person, and even if that is the first time, I feel you should be able to do some things considering other people's emotions, considering the fact that sincere expression of regret must be composed of. Do you understand? You need to admit full responsibility, own up to it that okay, I admit that what I said was wrong, and I'm sorry. That statement goes a very long way. Do not pass the blame. Don't tell her. Don't. It's just I don't know how why people do that, but it really, really doesn't make sense. It really, really is not good enough because it feels like you're trampling on such person's intelligence or emotions, and you're just gonna make them feel very bad about something that you actually did, and that's not a very good idea. It's not a very good. You know trend or it's not a very good um personality or idea that such person should have of you do not pass the blame own up to your mistakes own up to whatever actions that you might have done and admit for responsibility now the last point is no ulterior motive yes do not apologize because there is something you want to get from that person and then it's not being sincere English will tell you what is what doing is what doing well. Exactly. So there should be no ulterior motive to apologize and if you want to apologize to someone, you should do it sincerely, you should do it truly, it should be right, it should be sincere, it should be true. I'm going to add that. Wow. Very brilliant. <laughs> so if you're apologizing to somebody it should be right it should be sincere and it should be true so i don't know there shouldn't be an ulterior motive just like you offended your partner but because if you want to have sex at night you will tell her you call her while she's at work and tell her you're sorry but then your your um, will i say your reaction towards that after you already got what you want it's almost like you you actually weren't sorry for whatever might have happened before the sex happened. That's I don't know, that's very diminishing, really. We, we we really shouldn't be doing this because we need we all need each other. You shouldn't apologize to your colleague at work because you know when you get back work, you need to, have to get your coffee or you need that to, to get to grab your lunch. No, that's not being fair. So let me go over the five points I listed. You're saying I'm sorry should be sincere. Your body language should correspond with the I am sorry. Be specific on your regrets, not pass the blame, admit full responsibilities and dear should not be ulterior motive. And I also added that your apology must be right. be sincere i must be true now let's go to the second language of apology the second language of apology is accepting responsibility now this is another language of apology that stands on its own actually apollo m love apology language one or two can stand differently one can stand without two two can stand without one now the primary language of accepting responsibility which is the second language of apologies saying the statement i was wrong for language one it was saying i am sorry accepting responsibility is you saying i was wrong it is one thing to be sorry it is another thing to accept responsibility for what you've done accept responsibility for the words you've said accept responsibility for your reactions accept responsibility for the outcome of whatever you might have said or done that has in one way or the other affected a person an individual or a group of people you know accepting responsibility one you must admit to a mistake admit you were wrong yes admit that you did the wrong thing you said the wrong thing you admit accept the fact that okay i did this thing that was wrong i wasn't supposed to say this i wasn't supposed to react this way i wasn't supposed to make such you know comments or make such reactions or made such sorry this is that <laughs> make such wrong notion or idea or creates such notion or ideology or idea of you to other people on the wrong note. You have to accept that what you did was wrong. admit some mistakes, admit the fact that what you did wasn't right. admit the fact that what you said wasn't supposed to be done in that manner that would offend somebody do not self-justify no don't be like what I said was right you know I watched the movie and okay yes to all the boys I've ever loved the last one of the trilogy that was released I think this year yes this year where Lara Jean's younger sister told lara Jean that she was reacting she was overreacting because she knew she and peter were going to break up lara Jean was hurt because she knew it was going to happen but her sister seen it such in such manner wasn't fair and i would be stepmom said Saying it doesn't mean seeing it doesn't mean it's right. Seeing it doesn't make make it right. I can't really remember that phrase, but I knew it had to do with you know this is going to happen or you know this about such person. But you seeing it doesn't make you know in the right place. This person knows that okay what is going through or what is going to happen or what has been said or what might happen would happen. But you seeing it as an external body or as a third party doesn't make it right. You get So do not self-justify. Do not be like, well, I said the truth. Of course you said the truth, but of course you weren't asked. So do not self-justify. Don't be like, I said the truth, so I wasn't wrong. I said the truth. I did the right thing. I wasn't wrong. Yeah. She might have offended you or offended somebody, and then you've reacted by screaming or shouting at such or scolding that person, and it made that person feel so offended. Yeah, it might have been the right thing to do, but do you did you really have anything to say that doing it might not be right? So do not self-justify yourself and do not make excuses for yourself. Don't be like, I did that because I was angry. I did that because I needed to. I screamed at her because if I hadn't, she wouldn't have known the impact of whatever she has done. No, if you really, if somebody really did offend you or you offended somebody, you really shouldn't make excuses for them. Don't make excuses for yourself, rather. Don't make excuses for what you said. Don't make excuses for how you reacted or whatever you might have caused or whatever outcome, rather, that you might have caused. So do not make excuses for yourself. Do not self-justify your actions. Do not self-justify your words. Do not self-justify the outcome that you that might have happened due to the effect you caused. Admit your mistakes and do not hesitate to say I was wrong. Because this is a sign of strength and maturity that is needed for a proper um, growth that is obvious, that is actually obvious and you know would be of benefit to everyone around you. So, that is so accepting responsibility is a primary apology language because. You go because the essence of apologizing in the first place is because you are admitting your mistakes, you accept that you were wrong, that is why you are sorry. The third language of apology is making restitution yes making restitution this is termed by the question what can i do to make it right this is you equalizing repentance with offense making restitution restitution is basically equalizing like i said to make amends for doing something that might have caused the wrong the rancor or rancor rancor <laughs> or, oh of course, the opera. Okay, that's better. Or doing something about the wrong committed. So, making restitution is you offering to do something to equalize, doing something to show that you accept the fact or admit your mistake, you accept responsibility for being wrong you are sorry and now it's time to actually do something because based on human psychology it is embedded that we want to always make up for being wrong especially after accepting responsibility for being wrong so the question what can i do to make it wrong is sometimes satisfied or asked to be satisfied with making amends For people, most people actually restitution equals equals yes equals sincerity. When you accept after accepting responsibility, you offering to do something to amend the wrong, to right the wrong. To some people, shows that you're being sincere because actually in the actual sense, if you after you admit that you're wrong, you really have to do something because cause you you you've, you've, you've caused a sin you've caused you might have done something to cost somebody so much or less but at least making restitution you offering to do something to make sure that things are right things are back to normal so this now boils down sorry burns down to Gar- Dr Gary Chapman's five love languages so, now you're making restitution, now depends on the offenders. Is it offender or forgiver? I don't know. The person is sure offended, yeah. <laughs> so, now boils down to these five love languages. So, the way, ways by which you can make restitution is in that by words of affirmation. Saying actively. With your body language online, with everything in line to say you're sorry. It could be by saying, um, or by actually telling the person in person, like one on one, or by sending a notes, like leaving in notes, or by sending a message, dropping a mail, a message with emojis and the sorry face, sad face, and everything or oh, by acts of service this is done by children and parents when i'm wrong i now agree to do more house chores and i now agree to run more errands i don't complain even though my feet are tired so could be acts of service receiving gifts in this sense now giving gifts it could be to your partner to say you're sorry and you accept responsibility for being wrong you could send that a bouquet or a box of chocolate or oh, seeing that that language has been. So you know, all oh, by spending quality time. Now, I feel this love languages, these languages of love, and um, they depend on the actual cause of whatever might have happened that requires apology. Because this quality time, a physical touch. Well, it could be between parents and children or between lovers, it applies more to relationship and family. So, it could be by either spending quality time with your partner or family, listening to them, being there actively, you know, spending quality time, but you just spending quality time and you're on your phone, you No, know? quality time of presence, of quality conversation you get and all that. So. And also physical touch, probably you cheated or something and after admitting and accepting that you're wrong. Now, physical touch, you know, it's trying, is a way of reassurance, a way of making restitution that you want to do or you are doing something to make it right. So, that's basically the third love language, making restitution. Genuinely repenting is the fourth love language of apology. Genuinely repenting is a uh, turnaround for change. This is literally uh, taking a U-turn from the cost of offense. This is to make an effort not to do it again. And this fourth language is identified by the statements, i want to change an apologetic desire to change has to be verbalized because there's no way the offender uh, there's no way the offended rather would immediately recognize immediately know that you are ready to change or you are willing to change there's no way they can the offended can figure it out except you verbalize it you know, after making restitution, doing things to make it right, how would the person know that? How would the offended person know that you're actually doing the right and you're actually being sincere? Is by generally repenting and saying that I want to change. That's probably the way you talk to people, the way you react to situations. It now, generally repenting. Genuine repenting takes about three steps, because. This mention of repentance has to be followed by an attempt or an action to change. So there are three steps to genuinely repenting. The first step is to change wrong ways. When change wrong ways, this is you. It could be you writing out or making a list of things that actually you know affected or caused the effect that, could, that made somebody or got somebody offended. You know, change wrong ways now this is you the offender going on having to rethink about the situation write it down things words you said that you shouldn't have said or what you did that you shouldn't have done. Eh, ah sorry God <laughs> what you did that you shouldn't have done. <laughs> so now the second step is to create a plan for change. now it could be you going to see a therapy it could be you going for classes, it could be anger management, other types of classes, creating a plan for a change, could be you offering to do something. Okay, probably you got somebody's shop vandalised and you really want to make restitution. You really want to show that you have genuinely repented. is by you telling the person that you're gonna pick up a job and then you pay up. The money you know in bids you get, so create a plan for change and implementing the change. So these three steps actually go hand in hand. You change wrong ways, except the fact that you're wrong and you want to change. You create a plan for change and implement a change. You have to accept that change you probably not open overnight. It's room wasn't built in a day, yeah. So, change will not happen overnight, but the fact that you're persistent. To genuinely repentant. so you are persistent to making sure that as you turn around, there's a change shows that you are actively involved in being genuinely repentant. And you know, the key to a successful change is admitting lapses and continuously trying again. This is you going over. It's It's okay to make mistakes, it's okay to get tired along the way, but the fact that you keep pushing. The fact that you keep having the zeal, the determination to cause an effect, cause that change in your lives. So in such a way that you don't be affected or other people don't be affected is what's more important and shows the active level of genuinely repenting. requesting for forgiveness is the fifth and last language of apology Requesting question for forgiveness this is you no know, apology is not is often heard of real hear people apologizing but the offender now requesting asking for forgiveness this is actively identified by the question will you forgive me to some people The request of forgiveness, the request for forgiveness, rather, indicates that the person apologizing wants the relationship with the person that has been offended, wants the um, relationship to be right, wants the relationship, wants the future of the relationship to be fully restored. Requesting forgiveness, this is when the offender actually owns up to his wrongs owns up and is willing to put the future of the relationship into the hands of the offended because you caused the strain, you caused an effect, a negative effect or impact to the relationship you have with the person and now you have genuinely repented, you have accepted responsibility, you've restituted. Now to make sure that things are right to the person, even in the present and future, you have to request for forgiveness you ask for forgiveness and by doing so you it's not that you're demanding you're requesting you are asking you are at your lowest point you at your be- barest minimum you you're ready to succumb to whatever conditions the per- this person gives you because you are trying to restore or Make things right with the person you will still want to pursue a relationship with the person and We know normally safe To forgive somebody that has offended us is a big deal now talk more Forgiving and then wanting the relationship back that makes it more harder. Right? Just like cheating you were caught. now You're like you want the relationship back. It's it's gonna be hard because you already made a mess of the trust to begin with you made a mess of you did not to be offended it could be that the person's thought might be that you actually did not even consider the relationship in the first place before making such mistakes or before causing those um, effects and all that without considering the person that will be affected and three common things that makes being forgiven hard is one. You are handing over the control of the relationship to the person you offended because it's it is the person's right to say yes, I forgive you or no, I do not. So now <laughs> there's the fear of failure also and there's the fear of rejection. So those are the things that makes it hard for. The process of this apologizing and requesting for forgiveness, and you know, to admit wrong, ask for forgiveness makes everyone a better person. You know, the human psychology has made it embedded that asking for apology and all that makes us a better person is a sign of strength and maturity, and all that. So, we should always remember that you being the offender you are requesting for apology you are not demanding for it and for and it is harder we should accept that it is harder, especially if one if the effects of the damage or whatever that might have caused the old need for apology in the first place if the effect is going to be long lasting if it's a major offense that has been committed if the offense has been repeated and if forgiveness has to mean the person is going to give up the quest for justice it could be you bashing a car causing an accident vandalizing a shop or something you know anything that falls into these categories it would really be hard for the for the offended that is the affected person so I tell it didn't be to forgive you because, damn, it's not easy, really. Just like, I have, a, I have a shop that I'm managing, and then your car ran into my shop, I couldn't make sales for months, I have to pay some bills, pay the rent, and you're telling me you're sorry and you've gone through the whole process of apology, really. You know, that stops me from pursuing a lawsuit or making you pay for bills and all that. But you should also know that out of these languages of apologizing, yes, especially number three, making restitution. Part of making restitution is that you are willing, especially um, if um, bills are included, if some fees to be paid, part of making restitution or maybe genuinely repenting, you say, are going to have to pay for some of the bills. Yeah, you cost the effect. You're the one who's done something wrong. And since you own up that like you've done something wrong, and you want to do something to change it, you got to pay some bills, boy. you got to pay some bills, babe. Pick up that extra shift. Pick up a job. Go get a job. And pay for your mistakes. I think if everybody paid for their mistakes, people wouldn't make mistakes in the future first place. I think so. So, let me just think of something to wrap it up. (laughs) With me taking... With me painstakingly taking out my time because it really helped me. I... I have downloaded this book for quite a while and haven't read it, <laughs> but this podcast opened my eyes to some, you know, these steps, these languages of apology, and I would want to imbibe that also. I'm somebody who's quick to say I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm just sorry. I feel like I'm sorry for everything <laughs> because I don't like when somebody is hurt. I don't like when I know I'm the reason why this person. Isn't as active as it should be. I don't like when I discomfort people. You know, soft hearted people like me are always sorry. We are quick to say sorry. We don't want to hurt people. We don't want to make them feel discomfort we don't want them to have a negative notion or ideology or idea about hustle, about hustle we don't want to do the wrong thing we don't want to be in the wrong place we don't want to make the wrong impact you get so i really do appreciate this podcast and i hope you do too because i would want you Yes, you listening to me, everyone listening to me right now. So, imbibe these languages of apology. Apply it to your life. Apply it to your work relationship. Apply it to your personal life first. Apply it to your work relationship with your colleagues, your boss, your subordinate. also. Apply it to your family. Apply it to your parents. Apply it to your siblings. You can also teach them. Apply it to your relationship. I mean, your emotional romantic relationship right now. Apply, teach your partner. Imbibe and put into action these languages of apology that you've learned and you see that you you are a better person, you perceive things better, you respect people's boundaries, you respect people's emotions, you accept that People own the right to their thoughts, people own the right to their words. People also, you respect people's hard work also, you respect people's hard work, you respect people. Yes. So, apply this relationship, teach everyone in your society, your class, your club, your group, your church, your school. Let's make the world a better place for ourselves and our kids to come. Let's make the world a better place for everybody. A simple story can go a long, long way. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate Stay tuned for the next podcast that I'll be releasing on the 28th to 8th of August 2021. God bless you. Love and love. Yeah.